0: Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Nobody Likes Casey McClain. I'm recording this uh, this intro. I'm recording weeks after the podcast got recorded. It features Adam Lucky and Greg Beachler. Um, it's the second of three podcasts recorded in Austin, Texas. My dog is really involved in this right now. i want to say hi, Laney. I don't even know if it'll come through that you was sniffing the mic. But uh, anyway, uh, very fun podcast. Adam Lucky's a guy that that moved to Austin, Texas from Seattle. Greg is my buddy. This is uh, this episode, he is a... Oh, I thought I was going to get a doggy on. Um, this episode, he's a co-host. Uh, anyway, you can follow Greg at Greg Beachler on Instagram, Adam Lucky at underscore Adam Lucky. I'm at EKC McLean. Please come out and see me. Oh, there we go. A dog sneeze. We get a dog sneeze on microphone. Uh, okay. Um, if you want, I just recorded and released a bonus episode on my Substack for a couple months. I'm going to leave all the episodes up there uh, ad free and each week a bonus episode for free for a couple months. And then eventually they're going to go behind a paywall. Hopefully, you'll still think it's worth listening to and pay me a little bit of money to make them. A couple extra projects coming up. Hopefully, we'll see those. It feels important to say they're projects and not just some very likely unsuccessful bullshit that I'm thinking about right now. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, Come see me do Stand Up. I'll be in in, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin coming up. These are the cities that I'll be in. You can figure out when I'm going to be there. Appleton, Wisconsin, Louisville, Kentucky, uh Tacoma, Washington where I live, Seattle, Washington, Puyallup, Washington, uh Cascade, Idaho in a couple weeks with the uh the uh podcast co-host here, Greg Beachler. Come on out, uh see me perform, buy a t-shirt keep an eye out for these very soon to be the soon to be very unsuccessful projects that i have in the works uh thank you for listening to this podcast check out my stubs my sub stack at casey mcclain.substack.com um and all right enjoy adam lucky and greg beachler all, all right yeah we're starting this is it I'm ruining the fucking good conversation we were having by trying to create content.
1: I mean, to be honest, Casey, I really don't think it's our place to say that word, especially now that Greg is here. I feel like it's just a little uncomfortable. I don't think we should. I know that. Oh we, yeah, I, what you're I understand what you were saying. Like we did create the word. Yeah, but I don't think we should. we it you know, it is it. our word. That's yeah. what i always. And the said. fact that you put the R at the end didn't make it better. It made yeah. it worse.
0: Well, you should hear what I cause I'm, we slept next to each other, Greg and I did last night. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's involuntary at that point, right? Like, I'm just saying what comes into my oh, subconscious. Oh, you
1: sleep N-words? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. Some people sleepwalk. I sleep N-word, yeah, actually.
1: Wear one of those sleep apnea machines, <laughs> but just to cover the sound of the That's a, <laughs> a sleep N-word machine. I got
2: to put the tube in my nose, otherwise I get punched in my face. It just trans- it catches them all. They all yeah. go into the
0: machine. Yeah, and then it
1: translates to, Tyler Perry movies are so good. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg's like, hey, yeah. Madea some does of them. what? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Oh, I'm walking off this
2: podcast right
1: now. Good, dude.
0: Racist, you, yeah, who knew it would get this racist, this early? I
1: actually am one of the blackest comedians in Austin. Though, so, <laughs> really? well, I, that's interesting, man. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's how white the <laughs> seat is. So. Yeah, what, no, there was a couple Austin of
2: what would be that white, man.
1: You, a... you didn't think it would be that white? No. that's mm, very, very white. It's probably the whitest big city in Texas, I would no, say.
2: Okay. Makes sense. That's why it's, why it's super liberal out here.
0: Yeah. Because there's so many white people? That's actually interesting. I think that is true. And I don't think most people would think that.
1: What think, did you guys think like what were you expecting? Did you not know a lot about Austin? Um,
0: I knew it would be super liberal. I yeah. didn't know what it would be like racially. It's it's certainly more uh, brown than fucking Seattle.
1: Yeah, well, that's for sure. Well, I mean, anything like south, this whole area is very Hispanic. And right. San Antonio is like primarily Hispanic.
0: Well, the other so. thing is we don't know the neighborhoods, so like we just yeah. went to a taco place and for then...
1: Sure. This is a, a s- <laughs> this is a bad area. This is like probably the worst part of Austin like as a whole. Which is funny.
2: I figured that when I walked to the stairways I was like someone definitely has been
1: murdered in these
2: stairs. Yeah, yeah that, no doubt. <laughs> no, I but that's, I mean that's
0: why we could afford to share a hotel room here. <laughs> I
1: mean it's good prices. Where you guys were last night, 7th, which is right off 6th. Did you guys go up to 6th at all to check it no. out? Because that's like the giant party street. It looks like a parade. Right. They closed the whole street well, I think I
0: drove on it on accident a couple oh, of times. Oh, really? While well, yeah, it was closed? Oh, no. I guess it was whatever we were on was open, but there was like uh, there was some high traffic streets. Oh, it was Thursday, we right? Yeah. Yes,
1: so, yeah, they probably, it probably wasn't closed. They closed it like... I think at like nine. Gotcha. But on weekends they have to because it's literally just like thousands of people. And people get murdered there ev- almost every single night. Oh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll and be. That's won- like not even. It's not that bad of that an area. You did
2: yeah. like pray to Jesus that you watch me get robbed on this trip, right? He just wants. Wow. To- I did. I think no, because
0: because yeah. Greg, Greg has been like. Dude, there's not even a fucking single homeless person here. This all this stuff is bullshit. Didn't he's like, this, he yeah. goes, he goes, uh, he's like, yeah, this is all pussy compared to Seattle. And then we walked into it. You know, he said those exact words. <laughs> what the fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes. Austin is pussy. Seattle. These people don't know anything. And then uh, we walked into a gas station last night, and it was just, just the most insane people. I think in was Austin. it the
1: one right by the club? Yeah, it's like the right Valero, the yeah. Uh, yeah, that one's scariest. There was
0: a there was a black lady that walked in, and she's got a fucking laptop in her hand, <laughs> yeah. and we're walking out, and she's coming in with a police officer, like they're coming in together. And she's like, she's like, I found my boyfriend's laptop. There he is, ooh, to Greg, and she's yeah. like, he's so sexy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, really? yeah. yeah. like, That's my boyfriend. Right. Just
1: walked out though, like yeah, right. <laughs> so you got laid last <laughs> night. Kidding, Long story <laughs> yeah. short, Greg Long brought a short, girl back. Around.
0: Long story <laughs> short, there was some, we brought I, some bail money for that lady, <laughs> and she. We partied in here. The police station
1: is actually right across the street from there. And that is like one of the worst areas downtown
2: (laughs) still. Uh,
1: There's actually a homeless woman there that shaves her pussy and asshole like once a week just on the street. And no one does anything about it. Oh wow! Which is actually kind of impressive because you don't think of homeless people having shaved pussies or especially assholes. That's
0: true. I would imagine it's what's most impressive is like she doesn't get ingrown hairs or anything like
1: that. She probably does. Yeah, <laughs> okay. not, like... she's
0: she's slicing from them from far off. away. It's pretty
1: good homeless genitalia <laughs> up close. I'm sure there's stuff moving around on it. Uh... it
0: so shaving her asshole is mm-hmm. pretty impressive. I don't. I'm not that flexible. She's
1: young and she doesn't look that homeless. But her gotcha. whole, she, her whole head is shaved. What does that even make sense? And look that homeless! Like, like she's new. She's probably a new homeless. She just got out there. Do you not know? You're she's, from she's Seattle. You so know a real homeless. <laughs> I know, but
2: you never see like the new shit that much. Mostly, it's just like is this guy alive on the street. That's true. It's Seattle's alive. kind of
1: an end of homeless days city. <laughs> she, well, that's what we
0: were, we were talking about too. Is like this place is probably attractive because it's warm and dry most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, and yeah. Seattle is like raining and cold, cold most of the time. the time. But you guys
1: are fucking lucky because, like, when we moved down here, like, and just like a year ago is when they changed it. They were was literally a tent city under every single overpass intersection in the, like no matter where you were gotcha. in town if you went under a bridge there was at least like seven tents as much as like 80 tents at, so, in some of the right. overpasses
2: what did they do with all the homeless people we just it? we don't ask, you don't <laughs> ask. I that's that like kind of like the that's way. the austin
1: golden rule dog we you did, just don't you don't question ask. it
0: we did by the way run into your like, two girlfriends yesterday
1: two girlfriends ash. oh chris yeah.
0: chris reese and your your actual <laughs> So you, you guys are uh, engaged. Her name.
1: Yeah, she's my fiance.
0: Yeah, yeah. She manages uh, the creek in the cave. I know. We yeah. really kissed up to her well, we were like. <laughs> That's a good move. I was like, uh, I go because when we walked in, I actually saw Rebecca Trent, and I don't yeah. know. Do you even know who Rebecca Trent is? No, dude. So she's like the when it was in New York, she was like the yeah. owner of the creek in the cave, okay. and now I think it's like an ownership group, right? Yeah, she's
1: like primary. She's like head booker, lead owner. Like right. she still does most of the stuff there. I mean, Carrie is like the general manager, so right. she handles all that, but.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's still a good contact for us to have, right? Yeah, and yeah it was like, but it was really cool because, like, we, I mean, what's what my feeling in Austin? Not to like, Austin's like any other comedy city where it's like, all these people are friends, yeah. and Greg is kind of Greg is uh, friendly, so he went in and was like made friends in there, and I didn't have a good set, so I went out in the audience and pouted for five fucking comics. until Greg <laughs> went like up nerd. an hour later, and uh, and so. Uh, yeah, like, I just never, like, you know, it's tough when you're like, oh, this is, like, all a click.
1: I mean, that, I'm sure
0: they all hate each other just like every I don't other even know too, right?
1: if I'd say that. Like, I mean, I'm also not clicky. I mean, I sure. wasn't in Seattle. I'm not here either. I just, I kind of do my own thing. But it, there's cliques, but there's so many. Because, I mean, there's, like, groups of people that came here from Nashville. And then there's, like, groups right. of people that came here from South Carolina and, like, L.A. and New York. And all of those guys are kind of friends. And then, like all the people who primarily get booked kind of are buddies and all the people who mainly do the open mics. But that's like a group of like thousands of sure. people. But <laughs> so, well, what I, what so I would
0: I, say is in my, my feeling and I think you feel differently is that I didn't, I felt like everybody in there kind of knew each other. they had like a yeah, friend. Well like for friendly, that especially on yeah. a
1: like weekday showcase show where there's not a lot of out of town or comics. Right. It. Like tonight or tomorrow on the filthy show actually like, we have like two Detroit comedians. We have oh, nice. an LA guy who recently moved here, nice. Jamie Kilstein. That's oh wow, we... that's awesome. I, yeah. I know who Jamie Kilstein is. So. Yeah, he uh he's interesting. We're actually starting our podcast, the Filthy Show podcast, this Sunday. He's gonna be our first guest. Oh that's awesome. So that yeah, because
0: do you know who Jamie Kilstein is?
2: Yeah, I've heard of him. I don't never met him.
0: Okay, but do you know his story? No. It's fun. So he's like uh <laughs> he was like a super woke lefty podcaster, and then some I, the his like big controversy is that him and his wife had like an open relationship. And then he, like, did it wrong somehow. And he got, like, canceled over oh, that, I right?
2: think I did hear this. Like, didn't they say he was, like, using his position of power? Of course. To, like, yeah, give of it course. To evil, And then, like, he just got lambasted. Well,
0: like, you
1: group sure. yourself then with those people. They're not very, like... And so then he's had, people.
0: like, a, a return to center, like, maybe, maybe not politically, but, like, comedy-wise, where he's not, like... He used to be, like, basically trying to cancel comedians. Yeah. And now he's, like, cool.
1: Well, I think for him it was like he saw the people who were forgiving and willing to like hear him out right rather than just be like fuck you you're not part of us anymore yeah and so it kind of turned him around and you know it might be and funny. coincidentally i don't know him at all so all
0: those people were the people who he was shitting
1: on yeah the whole time yeah and some of those people are like it's buddies now like yeah, it was exactly. jay gomez yeah he's exactly. doing shows with him and stuff he was just on his podcast so that's good it is cool like
0: you have i mean it's a million things led to this by the way we should make clear you didn't move to austin because austin was the cool place it was i mean
1: i had a feeling it might be but it was right. just because it was the only place yeah <laughs> that was legit, legitimately well, the you're only from reason texas right yeah and like my, i had some family down here but originally our plan was new york oh then, wow i didn't you know yeah. that been and wrong. it, pr- it would have been another like two years but yeah. then that happened, and I was just like, well, New York isn't an option, and then Austin like seemed like the next big the next best thing for that time 'cause like i I figured comedy would still be going on, and then the day i the literally the day we moved here, Cap city closed oh yeah, <laughs> so that was cool, that's
0: well, yeah, I was supposed to fucking be working the new Cap city this weekend, and it's yeah. still not reopened
1: still not who knows when that's gonna happen, yeah, uh, and that's even gonna. By the way,
0: you gave me the jump on that, which I appreciate. Yeah, for sure. Which I didn't – I don't think I got any extra bookings as a result, Mm -hmm. but at least I knew I wasn't going to come down and be fucking blindsided. Yeah,
1: no, that's good. And then you can still do the roast battle show and stuff tonight. Mm. That would have sucked if we gave Greg a different opponent. Yeah, true. (laughs) Chris Reese was going to do it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) You could have done the same shit for Chris. (laughs) I've roasted
2: Chris before. I actually have jokes for Chris. Oh, perfect. Yeah,
1: yeah, That would have been fun. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I came here because, I mean, obviously Rogan was here, but – I was the first like transplant. Was Rogan here when you? He was here, but like he wasn't doing anything. Like it was before he was doing shows at the Vulcan and shit.
0: Well, when did so you and I? If you remember, you and I were gonna like basically co-produce, but you do seventy-five percent of it, and I do way less. Oh yeah, that Essence Lounge was it that? Yeah, Yeah. I remember. You did like a couple open mics there and the first Mm -hmm. show, if I remember, was supposed to be. Like March twenty seventh or twenty ninth. Yeah, we had like a really good
1: lineup. St- yeah, and yeah. Then
0: that fucking
1: no, they had boards yeah. on their windows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and so, uh, so
0: then, but when did you move down here?
1: Uh, we got here July first of twenty twenty. And fucking Rogan was already here, and it's time just has sh- yeah. no fucking meaning anymore. He was either here or on his way here. But then I
2: talking about it heavily at least on the podcast. Yeah,
1: there was there was two open mics that I found. And uh, they were both kind of like underground. Like you couldn't really – I stumbled upon one on one of the Austin groups because the guy was like mentioning it in the comments. No one was like throwing it out or anything. Gotcha. And uh, then I did one of those and then I kind of got the word of the other ones. And then just – I mean like every month there's like six or seven more and then like more showcases. Yeah. More comics. Was
0: even the Creek in the Cave? They weren't even here
1: yet when you – No. No, actually um, the guy – this is like a whole thing. (laughs) The whole Marty Johnson, what's his name? No, it's not Marty Johnson. That's a completely different guy. Marty Clark. Marty Johnson is a very nice guy in Oklahoma. Love you, Marty Johnson. Marty Marty Clark. You know him? No. No. Who's Marty Clark? Marty Clark is the guy who is basically like responsible for reviving comedy in Austin, like in a big way. Like, so there was a couple of those open mics. Then there was this guy Marty Clark who just started. Every other day, he'd have a new open mic or a new showcase. Oh, wow. He's the one. He got high on mushrooms, listened to Rebecca Trent on Legion of Skanks talk about how the creek was closing down, and he texted her that night or got her phone number somehow and I think called her oh, wow. high out of his mind on mushrooms, never meeting her before, and was just like, I am Austin Comedy. Come bring the creek here. Like I'll run is it he with right?
0: you. Is right? Is he Austin Comedy?
1: I mean, he was at the time. Sure. Like, for sure. And I think the story with him was he had come here before and, like, I think... Before COVID, Austin was so clicky. Like yeah. kinda like Seattle. Like just yeah. very like kind of more alt leaning. So if you weren't like in that realm of comedy, you weren't welcome. And he was kind of more like the party crazy comic kind of guy, very high right. energy. And yeah, he I mean, he ran all the shit. He had like five or six showcases. Every good open mic was his open mic. Oh wow. And then uh he's the one that got carried, my fiance, the job at the creek and then some stuff happened <laughs> he, well we can talk about that within, off the, podcast, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> within the club it sounds I mean, like when you call it some stuff i assume that- yeah all of that to that point is like public knowledge so i won't like dive more country. into that but yeah there's a lot of rumors about what happened but I'm yeah things kind of fell out. through <laughs> and then he had a friend who is still one of the owners there
0: oh so was that dude one of the owners yeah so and he, he was I, I believe
1: i believe i don't know like I don't want to talk out of my ass. I really don't sure. know the specifics. Yeah. So I just know that he was like the main reason. I think he picked the venue. We He brought us to the venue before like – and I mean there was – a looking back, there's a lot of clues that this guy was like kind of sketchy because like he's like giving us a tour of the club. And then he takes us into what's the green room now. Right. But then it was just a dark – Stone room and there's just a mattress and a book and a candle and I was like Marty, are you living here? <laughs> and He was like, no, don't worry about it. I was <laughs> no, like, oh fuck. It.
0: <laughs> it's so funny how comedy just fucking introduces you to these
1: insane people. I mean, we all liked Marty, and I think you'll hear a lot of people say differently now because sure. just to you know he's kind of like blacklisted almost. He left. I don't know where he is now. If he's still alive or not, but yeah, I mean he. He helped out so many people he got a lot of us kind of pushed into the scene more right without having to rely on like the old austin comics that didn't want anybody new for the most part well yeah
0: that's the we i was one of the things i was gonna pitch is i thought there will be that i thought would be fun and now i'm very much questioning whether it would have been fun or not was a thursday show called like we're not actually moving here so <laughs> <laughs> no that like, would have been fun we're just coming here like we're just two seattle guys coming for one show like yeah well, um, there's
1: there's so many comics that just kind of make this uh, like every other month destination. Right. And I think it's worth it for that because you do end up making a lot of good connections. And yeah, so many more big name comedians are going to come here once Rogan's opens up
0: for sure. Yeah, that's uh, I would like I wish that I made any of those connections, but I was too busy pouting. I'll have to fucking <laughs> ride Greg's go Feel me. I mean, I, was, I pouted was into the morning, dude. I was pouting.
1: One of the judges tonight on the roast battle is actually one of the owners. Of oh, the nice. pup, Colton. And he's a comic too. He's really cool. Oh nice. Yeah, he's awesome. And uh tomorrow it's a fucking way too many people on the show tomorrow. So you'll meet a lot of comics tomorrow.
0: Oh my God. We're just gonna do we're gonna do like a combined eleven minutes this fucking yeah. week. No, you guys will get eight minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
1: But I mean tomorrow's gonna be fucking killer. Like Filthy yeah. show is so much fun. It's nice. real it's rowdy, but it's not rowdy, like they're gonna interrupt. Like, if they're interrupting it's because they're like Talking in, like, a laughing way, not like a, do right, fuck right. yourself. No, yeah, I like,
0: I like the, my problem last night is I'm trying to be a good boy, right? So that yeah. I fucking had, like, a crowd interaction going, and I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of material I want to do, so I'm just not going to keep going down this fucking path. And I should have just, I need to get better at, like, uh, accepting that the set isn't going to be what I want it to be. Yeah. And just go have fun with this fucking dummy that's yelling out. Well, that's know? the thing, is, like, I think that's the, the main. The best laugh was when I
2: told it that chick was like she's like what about Frozen <laughs> and then she just stopped I was like you're not even gonna yeah. You're gonna interrupt. And not even finish, dude, you fucking bitch. I know. Yeah. That I was, said. Uh, uh, I go. One. I go. What the
0: fuck is up with these birds at your airport? Like it sounds like a bird genocide or a pigeon genocide's happening at the airport. <laughs> and this lady goes, "Yeah, they're pigeons." And I was like, "Oh, really? They're just pigeons?" She's like, "Well, they're actually." And she goes into like this fucking. Jesus. And I was like, I was like, I don't fucking. She's like, you know how like at this road they do that? I'm like, I don't fucking live here, lady. <laughs> and she goes, and then another guy goes, "No, they're scarecrows." And I go, "Sir, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said. They're not scarecrows. Scarecrows are things you put up to scare." crows away they're not birds and they like laughed at that and then i go okay everybody shut the fuck up and they
1: hated that well that's like i was gonna say is that's one of the things i've noticed in austin is they like kind of unique not necessarily just like this is my set like they want to see like who are you sure that's why it's kind of becoming a place where you almost can kind of build a fan base because i had a night one time at the creek where i was like almost blackout drunk And I went up on a show, and I think for, like, seven of my minutes, I just told all the comics in the back to quit. (laughs) And just, like, one of them yelled out, like, what are some, like, advice you give new comics? I was like, kill homeless people. I was (laughs) like, you can suck their essence through their eyes. It's like a blue essence, and it makes you funnier. And then I, I was like, that was terrible. I got off say, I got three bookings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had three people go out to me, like, you want to come do my show? I was like, that's yeah. Funny. <laughs> this is fucking like ridiculous.
0: I know. There's sometimes those moments, like, well, it's, and it's easier when you have a longer set. I did a fucking hour in Montana the other day, and I did, like, 35 minutes of material. Yeah. And the rest of it was like, well, let's just go where you're going to go, dude. Like, we have time.
1: But have that, time. that's the thing in Austin, too, though, is 10 minutes here is long. That's a long set because it's that's like, as long as they'll give you. Most of the shows here are showcase style, right? And like right. even like the secret show with Brian Redband, where it's like Tony Hinchcliffe, Joe Rogan, Ron White. Those guys are even just doing like fifteen minutes, right. Tops. So like, no, that's
0: that's like I get that. That's like totally fine. I it's just like. Uh... By the way, I'm coming here. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like they fucking asked me to come. Oh, for you know sure. They not I mean?
2: like, have you seen this Casey McLean? Yeah, and then we bring just it. It's different. Down. But is I was like, it? every other
0: time I've traveled for comedy, it's like I'm doing 25 every yeah, night, twice sure. a night or something, and making money. And this is just like it's a different. It's like I've never done, I've never gotten into a festival. Yeah. Uh, because of you know the reasons that people like me don't get into festivals, <laughs> and uh, you got to do
1: news in the application. <laughs> He, he
2: got in a festival, man. What are you talking? That's about? That's true.
1: I've done two.
0: Well, yeah, oh, but you did the you did the, the festival that I have a
1: potential chance of getting into Skegfest. Yeah, that's true. You you're not racist enough, actually. I have, <laughs> I have,
0: I have my uh, I have an application in for it, and I know they haven't watched the video yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did they? Because I've also heard they've started rejecting people.
1: Um, as far as I know, outside of the big name comedians, there have has been no submissions taken. So yeah, you'd, hell yeah. I wouldn't feel too bad about that. Good. Yeah,
2: can you submit for them?
1: That's You're, over. Yeah, yeah. I but I also, yeah, I also know there's somewhere like as much as like eight hundred. Oh, I believe it. I <laughs> so believe like, it. That's just like a guesstimation, just from like how many people I've heard are yeah. doing it, and then like out of town comics I know that are doing it. Yeah, I'm sure got, it's way up there. You
0: guys, there was like a bunch of former Seattle area comics that were in it last year.
1: Well, I was on it, and then I brought Chris Reese with me. Right, and he wasn't on it but he still did, like, as many shows as I did. Oh, that's awesome. Because, like, we know a lot of the people working it. We know a lot of the volunteers. So it's just, like, they have our numbers. And, like, they were just texting me. And the second day we were there, I was – high on my ass on Molly. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, can you come do like 10 minutes in the biggest room here, like in front of like 900 people? And I was just like, no. <laughs> I was like, I will, but I no, will. I can't. <laughs> I was like, if you need me to, I'll do it. Did but you like, do it? No, the person uh, that they were going to have me replace showed up Oh, like, gotcha, at the last Because gotcha. that's the thing is, you know, you'll have like, I replaced like Ari Shafir like three times. right? Because I would just, no, i go like in the smallest room there, the box, which was so fun. It's just a room that seats maybe like 80 people. And like, it's just kind of where everyone went to like sit down. Right. Because it was like air conditioned. You could sit down in there. It wasn't outside. And so, like, I'd be like, okay, Tim Dillon's on that showcase. He's not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd just go hang out in the green room. And then they'd be like, is Tim Dillon here? I'd be like, no, but I am. Yeah. And uh, I could also go on offensive rants if you yeah. need
0: me. To. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's, a. Uh... I'm hoping, because that's, like, the one, I think, like, true meritocracy uh, fucking festival. No, that
1: that one's real, and it's not like... I mean, they do legitimately just book who they think is the funniest of the right. submissions they get. There's and really, they also don't They don't really charge. play politics. No, which I think... Every festival should do. I
0: think... Well, then they wouldn't have money to put on the festival. Well, then you shouldn't put on I agree. a festival. Yeah, I agree. Of then course. you don't have a festival. Of course. Of course. <laughs> if
1: you have to con people... In the. There's community. a festival
0: in Seattle right now that I like, actually didn't charge very much, but still it's like, dude, I got to pay to fucking go do shows at the same places that I could just book my well, own show?
1: that's... And I won't say this festival because I know the guy that runs it. He's really nice. But I did apply to be on it before I moved here, and then I didn't get on, and then it happened while I was here, and I was just like going to the shows that I would have been on if I was on it. And I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not on this because then I wouldn't be able to do these other shows I'm doing that are fucking packed. And this right. one has like 60 people. Out. Oh, it was in Texas you applied It was it? in Austin. Gotcha. It's a festival here, which now, you know, people can figure out what it is. <laughs> well, yeah. no offense, I, don't, I don't know I don't what it is. Know. Yeah, you guys yeah. won't. But if the guy, I mean, the guy who runs it is really cool and it's uh, it's a fine festival. He had a lot of good comics on it. Well, also, but, I, feel,
0: I mean, I feel like the thing about here, again, probably like Seattle. Which I've never had to come to Seattle. You came to. Did you do comedy before you came to Seattle? Once. Oh, okay. One I did time. One open
1: mic in San Antonio at gotcha. a club okay. that I've gone back to since. Nice. Uh, gotcha. It's really nice. Back. Is it LOL? It's cool. Yeah, LOL. LOL is awesome. It's a great club. That's
3: owned by,
0: like, the people that own, like, uh, improv the... people. Oh, it's improv people? Mm-hmm. They, they own owned, the
1: Houston Improv and the Addison Improv, I believe.
0: Gotcha. I think they might own the, uh, some new york clubs no no maybe those are, anyways it doesn't matter i'm no, not sure i know they a, at they at least
1: have those three and sure. uh th- i mean that club i haven't been to the other improv i'm doing a show at the addison improv next week oh nice, nice but, but uh, to uh that is. i, haven't I haven't didn't one of my available. first
0: or i think the first time i ever did comedy outside of the northwest was uh at the houston improv i did their open oh rest. yeah you told me that and it's like it was funny because also it was like uh nene leaks was headlining that weekend you know who nene leaks is it sounds familiar she's one of the housewives of atlanta
1: does tyler perry play her? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he, yeah i'm sure they've ah, got nene some, yeah. uh and i was like she's not a comic it was okay. like not a comic she's like a oh she's just like a famous reality, person, reality a show star, star exactly basically. exactly yeah, and i was like shit. i was like well fuck there's no i'm certainly not getting a guest spot on the nene leaks stand-up <laughs> show so yeah. i will try to get into this open mic and uh I had like a pretty good set, and I I always love like Houston has like an actually diverse crowd, yeah, as for opposed sure. to like an all white or all black crowd.
1: Yeah, I mean Austin is all. I'm guessing you guys had all white crowds. Austin, pretty much, right? yeah. There was a
0: couple a couple uh, of minorities in the audience, yeah. but not very many. Gross
1: battle will bring out pretty diverse crowds. Oh, nice. I, I we had a mostly black crowd for the first one we did there, and it was awesome. And filthy show also. I mean. I'll have twelve black people in the crowd, and i will be like, "This is the blackest audience I've ever had in Austin. Yeah, <laughs> This you know. is a big deal. These are all of the black people." In but Austin. then, if you just go up north a little bit, like Pflugerville is like primarily black. I oh believe. yeah, so it's well, like,
2: Texas. This, this is like the shit yeah, about is the hood around Austin is
1: Pflugerville? No, nah, Pflugerville's pretty nice. Yeah, it's not nice. bad. There yeah. are bad parts, but yeah, for, overall, it's a pretty nice city. That's, That's the cool. thing in the South. Hey, man. Greg, just because it's a black city doesn't mean it's bad, dog. What the fuck I was know. that? That's actually a <laughs> thing about the South, though. Is is the fucking uh... it's pretty
0: bad. The black part is. <laughs> <laughs> like atlanta there's like full minority suburbs
2: yeah but which atlanta doesn't exist like the most like wealthy black people in the nation man like that that's of
0: course but texas does too dallas sure. has dallas and fucking houston have a lot of yeah affluent da- black. houston sure is very
1: too. very black so is dallas
0: right and yeah. mostly affluent i think i don't know affluent don't know. means wealthy uh I, wow. up, dude. I, mean, <laughs> I could have pointed at Greg. It would have been more racist uh, than just mean. Uh, I'm Jewish though, so maybe you're just being racist. You really? Yeah. Oh man, you're, I, you're doing it real bad. I play it up here a lot because <laughs> I—I
1: I mean, to be any kind of minority here is a big deal because there's like none. So, <laughs> you're a yarmulke I, everywhere I, now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never I'm mentioned dude, I was man. Jewish in Seattle, dude. Now I'm like hi, guys. Can I get on this show? Hello.
3: <laughs>
1: but that—I'll say that too because in Seattle, that I know that was always a really big thing. As like they wanted like female comedian gay comedian black comedian like asian comedian like you just see that you don't see as much here with the females you do
0: like we saw a woman uh last night casey something i can't remember her last oh shornima yeah she's fucking she's great. awesome she dude Damn. she's
1: part of the nashville squad and they're all amazing oh really i mean there's like five of them. it's like her lucas mccrary who i think i mentioned to you yeah matt to... boyd who's a fucking machine i think probably the most underrated comedian and then Darian Irwin and Trey Pack, they're, like, two big fat guys. They're, like, best friends that look identical. Oh, they look funny. like twins. <laughs> and they're like, both fat but, like, in a unique way but, like, not related <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And they're, they're both monsters, too. And all those guys the knew Nashville each other guy. in Nashville. Yeah, oh, Nashville yeah. must be great because they're yeah, all killers. A
2: friend moving to Nashville. For comedy? Yeah, like yeah. Like Ryan. It's
1: probably not a bad idea. I mean, it's something, something's working out over there because those yep. guys are – Peace and they're all like really good at not just material they can riff like matt boyd went and did a show in dallas at the fort worth hyenas have you heard of those clubs yeah, yeah. um and they put us we did the filthy show out there which is mm-hmm. my show that i do and i didn't know the setup at all i just hear you're in the red room so i'm like all right it's one of those multi-room clubs whatever we get there and there's like Probably 200 people in the lobby oh, waiting wow. to be seated. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And I find a guy. I'm like, so how are we on ticket sales? He's like, you guys got six. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, well, who are, who are these guys? He's like, they're for the big show. That, and like the room that literally is like hooked on to the red room. And I'm like, well, so where are my six? Because <laughs> I was like, there's no one in the room. And we're supposed to start in like 15 minutes. He's like, oh, you got to figure that out. I was like, fuck, I didn't bring anyone with. So luckily there was like a local comic there that I was like, I'll give you five minutes if you wrangle our six and maybe grab a couple of these other ones. (laughs) But then we do the show and uh, I don't even think we had six. I think we had four. So I think two of them ended up in the other room. But the best part about it is the people in the big room to go to the bathroom have to come through the red room. (laughs) So you'll be performing and like the doors will open and you'll just hear like, ah. (laughs) <laughs> and then it closes And this person just walks And like, looks at you like, And they so... come in They're like Have you ever been eating pussy and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I'm like, and then my daughter's like Stop raping me daddy And I'm like Shut up bitch And they're like Where's the women's room <laughs> Why would
2: they make it this way
0: Oh no. my god
1: but, but yeah Well the what I was Leading to on that Was Matt Boyd That guy was talking about Close that show out For two people That we have left Or no we have four left At the end And Slaughter I oh, mean, yeah. like destroyed, like on four people, which is hard. And yeah, four people who just watched an hour and a half show that was constantly interrupted by doors opening. Yeah, people going to the bathroom.
0: Yeah, I think Nashville has the like. I've thought about a lot about this because I will never move. I think I fantasize about it all the time. Is uh, Nashville's like good airport? Yeah, like they have a club, a real club. But also like presumably not as big of a scene as like Chicago or fucking uh, Austin even probably at this point. And so you could like stage time won't be impossible to get because you probably I mean, you got to imagine you got here at like the perfect time
1: you could have possibly gotten. Yeah. But also, you know, it's hard because I see it happen so many times now. Someone will come in. They're hot as fuck and they're getting booked on every show for like two weeks and then they can't maintain it. Yeah. And then it's like, they just kind of go away and you never hear their name again. Greg, can you turn on the
0: air? My glasses are fogging. It is hot. It's fogged, dude. dude. We we should just pop our shirts off. You guys want to just take our shirts (laughs) off and kiss? I'm
1: fine, man. Like, I'm hot. (laughs) But you you still want to take our
0: shirts off and kiss? Are you familiar with the stereotype that black people like their houses a little warmer than white people?
1: No, I don't think I've ever heard that I've before. I've never heard of that either, man. I'm a black well, guy. we've learned it today. Are you implying they can't afford air conditioning? No, not at all. Not that's at what all. I felt like that was. I
2: I think typically they I live in places. I just don't think we get as hot
0: as y'all, man. Hey, well, that's definitely true. Hey, just
1: Casey, for no reason. be better, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come Do on,
0: better, man. be better. <laughs> all the betters. Uh, anyway, what, what what I've learned is that uh, my I think it might be high blood pressure. I uh, <laughs> just fuck at him constantly. I'm always too hot, and Greg... I watch him. I stopped caring yesterday. We're, like, driving back from Georgetown, and he's, like, sitting in the passenger seat like this. Just and I'm, like, he's got like, the like AC dude, just I'm fucking up. driving, like, dude. It's, I'm just going to bring my sweatshirt. It's with not me, even it's that fine. hot right now, actually. It's, it's pretty insane compared to Seattle right now. Yeah, like I'm
1: sure, but this is pretty chill. I
0: left, like, 40-degree weather for 87 degrees and humid
1: austin is the best weather i've ever experienced in texas because like the worst it's ever been here is 100 which sounds bad but Mm -hmm. like in san antonio it would be like 115 sometimes and And it's so dry and fucking i was in phoenix
0: last year when it was 118 and dry obviously and like literally i'm walking to the fucking i'm walking i walked one third of a mile in sandals and i got back and it's like i can feel blisters forming on my fucking feet
2: um, it would be too hot for me to walk around with my insulin pump just outside. Oh, that's true. I couldn't even, it would like destroy my insulin. Like, man, I'm going to die here in Phoenix. You know, I got to stay guess in the that, AC all I told the time.
0: Greg you should move to Phoenix. I guess I'm wrong.
2: Yeah. You can't be diabetic.
1: No, don't Phoenix. fucking go to that. the Arizona. That's the worst place in the world.
0: Phoenix is cool. It's got a lot of clubs, man. Yeah, I know, but
1: there. like, it's, it's terrible, and everyone who lives there fucking sucks. And like, I hope. <laughs> If Russia nukes somewhere, it's that it's there. And no offense to anyone who lives there, I just hope you get decimated by yeah, it's it.
2: Just specifically, their life y- should die. Yeah. At every least person forty-six li- on the target <laughs> list of fucking Russia. Like, that's I what sucks. What that's why I hate Putin. I think Putin, Seattle's dude. like three or four. That's well, the that's The only all right, reason right. I hate
0: Putin's <laughs> you know, shit, but yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah. Is, Seattle's got to be high because it's the closest major city
1: to
2: fucking. Yeah, super close. There's air. It's got to like be. No I would. bases here. Like a lot of people in a small
1: area too. So it's like you could like not even. So Putin if you're listening. Yeah. I would go Seattle, then you know, maybe Portland, just fuck it, why not? Might as well take them too. So <laughs> but to go back to talking about scenes so we're not fucking talking about weather, which is like <laughs> that is like the note that this is go- well, this is I not did, a good episode. <laughs> yeah. It did
0: happen because I'm fucking sweating to the point that my glasses are fogging and I saw your glasses fogging. No, I time. know.
1: And I get that Especially when I first got here, I got that on stage a lot, oh, which was hilarious. Really. And I just learned that, like, whenever they'd start fucking up, I'd go into, like, a pedophile joke or something. <laughs> and I'd be like, a really cool I just office. outed myself, <laughs> getting all hot and bothered up here. <laughs> oh, but, man, funny. Not, I, I mean, I don't want to say this because we don't need any more comedians. But if you're a comedian and you do want to, like, make a career, there is no better place to come to than Austin right now. Because it's like New York and L.A. in the sense that there's... There is options for industry connections. Like, I mean, I know plenty of people who have gotten, who have already got. I mean, Hans Kim is like famous now, which is insane. No, he's
0: too famous for this podcast. We were supposed to do it yesterday, and he just like he didn't even read the message till today. That's fun. And then he was he wasn't like, yeah, dude, I'm somewhere. He's like, yeah, dude, sorry I missed you. Maybe next time we're in the same city. Yeah, he's on a fucking private jet with
1: Rogan. I mean, good for him, dude. I'm really happy for him.
0: When we scheduled it, that was not going on. And then in that period of time, he was like all of a sudden on a private jet he
1: lived in my parking lot for like the first week. He oh, was yeah. here in Austin. I let him just park outside my apartment complex and get water and shit every now and then. Doesn't think about that now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> where the fuck where <laughs> are my guest spots at the now. MGM dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he have a does he have a place now? Uh yeah, he actually lives with uh the big door guy at the creek. Oh, oh nice. we should should we should edit that out. Okay. <laughs> we should probably not tell everyone where Hans Kim lives, right? I mean, that's not like telling him where he lives, but yeah. No, we, yeah. The guy, you we didn't know, mention his That name. other guy, the guy yeah. that did that other
0: thing that we, don't, yeah. we didn't talk about on the talk We didn't the talk about, I didn't about another thing on a Yeah, We talked
1: about the fact that he jacked you off in the bathroom. That's not a big deal. Yeah, no right? big deal. Just no getting deal.
0: H.J.'s. I'm glad we edited it out of the last episode, but then put the hand job back into <laughs> this episode. That's yeah. good. No,
1: I guess you don't have to edit that. I didn't say where he lives, just that yeah. he has a roommate. That's not a big deal. Yeah, that's but, fine. Yeah, I mean, this scene, it, it fucking rules. Like, it's it's really where you can just be yourself. There is no, like, pressure to be clean. There's no right. pressure to, like, not be clean if you right. are clean because there's clean comics that also come through and crush.
0: How is – so you were going to move to New York, and you, you said you would have had to wait because of just finances? I just didn't think I was ready. Oh, gotcha. So, Originally,
1: it was five – when I started comedy in Washington, it was five years here. And then if I feel like I've progressed enough, I'm going to go. I like how you keep
0: saying here and Greg keeps saying here. Sorry. And we're in (laughs) Seattle. I love it. I love it. Uh, Because I do. I fucking it is weird to imagine that, like, at some point I did a last show with a lot of fucking people Mm -hmm. in Seattle who moved. I didn't know it was going to be the last show we ever did together because we didn't know that that all was going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah I mean,
1: I never got like a big farewell last performance. I think right, I and nobody would have wanted you to do that. Like <laughs> nobody, very no, few people liked
0: you.
2: Until you posted like, hey, I'm in Austin. I'm like, what the fuck? Doc? No, a I'm lot,
1: a lot of people yeah. didn't give a shit. Who are now in my inbox a lot. Oh, of course. Asking for. Sp- <laughs> oh, <of> course. <laughs> oh, listen. You
0: and I had fucking no, shit I, going on. I loved you.
1: I mean, I was. I've considered us buddies in Washington. Yeah, I feel I like we. Was. I was show, always cool with you. We guys. did shit
0: together, fucking like
1: from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you guys were. You fucking You did a awesome. show,
0: a oh, yeah. fucking show of mine, the master or the drinking debate show, where oh, had, where there was like nine comics on stage. Yeah, but I like had I had another friend on that show, and you made a racial joke, uh, and. It, <laughs> Oh,
1: I think I know what you're talking about. What's it that fucking?
0: I like him, so don't fucking. Listen. I was about
1: to say faggot. <laughs> Not necessarily at him. Uh, <laughs> but, no,
0: he's he's uh, he was dating a black woman, and you made a joke about okay, how he's going to have a kid. That's but half first black. off,
1: I, he was more mad that he lost to a five month in open micro. Sure. I think more than anything.
2: Oh man, who's the dude?
0: Uh, I'll say it. I'll tell you. After. But
1: but here's the joke. The joke was actually really funny because it was about like. I think vasect mandatory vasectomies and I'm surprised yeah. I even remember this. So Matt,
0: dr- real quick drinking debate it's also a Spokane show it was uh also a Spokane show
1: it, it was yeah, it this fucking Loser, Oh yeah, yeah. fucking this Spokane Loser. I Greg's a Spokane guy. Oh my god so uh it was a,
0: so uh this show that we're talking about where it was better uh in Tacoma uh by everyone, no, but uh, I
1: love doing it as Spokane. I did it like four times over Spokane there. It was so fun, dude. But it the great, but man. the
0: fucking uh, you would like get a topic and everyone would debate. Comedians would debate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, and one of them mostly was, like
1: Rift material too. That you get like five, ten minutes sure. to write, but yeah. In the so the
0: version, yeah. it was um, you
1: get matched up, so it'll be three v three, but it's like one versus one from each team. Right, three matchups.
0: So anyway, the fucking uh, it's mandatory vasectomy, and you said a thing about. He's going to have a half black child with the insinuation being. that. Yeah.
1: No, the joke was like vasectomies totally don't work because like he got a vasectomy and him and his wife still have three very beautiful black children. Right. And then he whispered in my ear after he was like, my wife is actually black. I was like, then that shouldn't be offensive. Right. Because you guys would have black children, you fucking idiot. Well, he,
0: <laughs> he told me that he thought you knew. And it's like really the grandiosity of comedians to yeah. think that everybody knows whatever i had never going.
1: seen that guy before, before and i haven't seen him since. right right he was like <laughs> so. i'll tell you who it is okay after the fucking because yeah, yeah, I, yeah, right. I
0: am i do really like that guy yeah but i don't know we had conversations so I,
1: I personally have nothing against he's him, like an but... olympia
0: dude yeah. who's like was as well he's like a i think he's got a little kilstein thing going on actually now okay but back he's kind of doing a come around a little bit. I mean, no. I, he, I don't think he does comedy anymore. I haven't seen him in a long time do comedy. But he's uh, anyway. The point is, is uh, uh, there were like you ruffled feathers, and I think that like, uh, um, but I fucking I always thought there was like you were a good writer, and obviously, by the way,
1: like people that mattered thought you were good enough. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like I got the work I wanted, so it never exactly. like bothered me. Like, and yeah. I understood too because I was like. I looked at these shows I wasn't welcomed on, and I was like, I probably wouldn't do good on that show anyway. Right. <laughs> like, you you I would go, by
0: the way, you'd go places that with your material, I'd be like, I would not go. To fun yeah, fun.
1: I won a competition at Jai Tai and I won't say who was hosting it, because I actually really like this lady, too. She's really cool. Sure. But I, bet I, I don't could just like her if it's see it. The I, think. I mean, I don't know her. I, I, all the interactions I have with her were nice. But I could see it in her eyes when she was reading the results. She's like, and in second place, you guys chose Adam Lucky. And I'm like, yeah. Second <laughs> place? I like you said you won it. Well, I mean, the top three you people played. advanced to the next. Oh, I So, yeah, like, I see. that's what I counted like yeah it, it didn't think, it didn't make a difference i think first, i know like, who kind of the think. woman is and yeah. i think that she Adam specifically <laughs> she wasn't happy about it one. which I, was such I, weird I, energy to go on stage like with a victory after yeah, someone I, says your name I, like that Adam but i still was new to comedy so i was like yeah fucking kind of won something i'll take it
0: <laughs> i did uh i did that same show i believe and i burned the light by like 10 seconds she had no idea and i went oh sorry i might have burned it a little bit and then she came up to me and she goes, she's like, "Oh, not a problem at all. Don't worry, it wasn't. Nobody even noticed." And then when I, uh, I didn't place, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I had to penalize you because you burnt the light. So that you were actually were in the voting, but I couldn't put you in the finals because you burned the light." And I was like, wow. "You didn't even know that I burnt the light. Like I, I admitted you to myself, man. Why well, didn't I thought we were all comics, and then it wasn't like, oh, you're ten seconds the over end of the world, yeah." yeah. Um, and I didn't – I mean, again, like, who cares at that point? Have,
2: like, a grace period in most spots? Like, if you go over 30, then you get deducted. Like, once you get that last light, you got to wrap it the fuck well, up. Well,
0: they do if yeah, they want yeah. you to move on in the competition. But if they don't <laughs> want you to move on in the competition, they don't have that grace period. Also,
1: I went to the next round and did terrible. I believe I <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't do it good at all. So
0: when round. you were thinking about New York versus Austin, you have a kid. You had a kid. Your daughter's uh-huh. – she just turned three. Okay, so Ooh. she's my daughter's uh, three in August. Not so. to interrupt you, but
1: is that beer full or is that your empty? That's my empty. Let's okay, on another one. grab one of those in there. Yeah, I wasn't sure All if right. the one Here's we got for the one Greg first. rejected. I didn't reject I'll, I'll have another Austria one. Said, hey, <laughs> Casey, tasted it. And do you think you would if, you, it's like, if It's you like, good. It's if you don't mind IPAs. He's a whiner, dude. He's a whiner. Oh, no, it's fine. Baby whiner. They have an uh, uh, IPA that I'll make you guys try at the creek called McConaughey's. Oh it's yeah, Matthew McConaughey's IPA. It's my favorite. Oh, so good. It's really good.
0: I typically don't drink before shows, but this is a roast show,
1: so I'm. Oh, yeah. dude, I get fucking. That's what all time I'm gonna is the, I do. Uh, Nine. Right. Yeah, I mean that's that's how I pitch it too when I'm getting judges for it. Um, I'm just like, you can. I won't pay you a lot, but you can get really drunk and just insult people. <laughs> and everyone's like, <clears throat> Do you know uh, Kim Congdon? Yeah. yeah. So she I don't know her, but I know who she is. Well, yeah, she was uh, doing the show before us. And that's the cool thing about my shows is I usually do Friday or Saturday, 11 Mm p.m. So there's always, like, a headliner in town that I can always be like, do you want to fucking do one more show? If you want to, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she jumped in maybe, like, six minutes before the show was going to start. I'd asked her, and she was like, no, I don't want to judge. And then, like, she saw the crowd come in. She, like, kind of talked to the other comics who were like, these shows are fun. And then, like, literally I'm about to, like, start – going on stage and she's just like i want to do it and she fucking crushed oh, so hard it. she was so, i mean for something that she didn't even give a fuck about she was like taking notes oh yeah for each comic like writing really well crafted jokes and that's the cool thing about it like we've had some really like legit comics just judge it and that's uh and cool. no, we're way off topic to what we're talking about we'll get back to it but yeah that's fine. <laughs> we we do we did uh it's not like super official yet they're doing the actual announcement in june but we are part an affiliation of the comedy store roast battle now with like brian moses and right. all of them. so yeah. how do i fucking so. use this to get into that uh well the thing is once you do, do this well. you're on the roster oh and nice. if you if you guys ever want to come back and do it again you're welcome to and then i think the idea is once it's announced it's just going to be called like roast battle league or roast battle global or something gotcha. like that i know they have like I don't know if we should be, if I'm supposed to be announcing. Yes, this, we could talk about r- it. After yeah, Rough Draft, it's just, yeah, they're just expanding the roast battle. And cool. on June, we're going to have a big video that, or a big show to kind of announce it. And it's just, that's been helping us like crazy. Because, sure. like, you know, you put that out there, more people want the, more comedians want to do the show, more people want to come see the show.
0: Sure. Um, Okay, well we'll get off this thing that's gonna make you ruin a fucking non disclosure agreement. <laughs> I really did. Like did I sign so I haven't the signed his, anything. The but... biggest thing in Adam's career just got ruined. But now let's talk <laughs> about your child. Uh, you moved here when she was when I mean, she had to be like nine months old, or yeah, maybe close to a I year. Mean,
1: yeah, maybe like a year, and in our fucking tiny Toyota Corolla, literally everything we packed in our car was what we brought. That oh, was yeah. it. We like mailed some like important documents to my dad's house, who lived down here. Right, but like we didn't bring furniture. We didn't bring shit. <laughs> like Damn. we just drove down here, with me, Carrie, and our daughter, and it was fucking insane.
0: So, if you would have moved to New York, did you have like? Because she would have been like two and a half or yeah, three I then.
1: I have no idea what the plan. It would have been a really bad plan. Yeah, <laughs> <'cause> I <laughs> thought it's about so that. So expensive.
0: I talked to uh, Mike Cannon, who had a kid. He had a kid. He's a New York comic. Okay. He'd had a kid two weeks before we had our kid and he had a podcast at the time called Irish goodbye. You say Mike Cannon? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. So he did uh, my podcast a long time ago and uh, he had a kid two weeks before and he was talking about the whole pregnancy on the podcast, but they all come out like two weeks after they get recorded. So it was every time he was talking about something, it was the exact stage of my wife's pregnancy that we were in. And the, I was literally listening to his podcast about having a kid when my wife texted me and said she was in labor i was at work holy shit! it's crazy dude like a crazy fucking uh but i was asking him because he has a kid in new york i'm like what the fuck do you do but they moved like upstate yeah and then another dude named uh, kevin dombrowski also had a kid at some point around that time a little after our daughter but uh i was asking him, like what do you do and it's like yeah you got to have a car seat to put in a cab like the... it's you know you think you don't think about all that stuff but like a, you gotta have a car seat to put in the cab.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: how do you take a kid in a fucking cab? That's you gotta insane. hold him. Like, I got it. You know.
1: I think just, I've done it in an Uber before.
0: Yeah, you just strap him in. And just but then, it like, you're
1: time. like, what the fuck do I do with this car seat? Right. Exactly. <laughs> then when you
0: get out, you gotta like, yeah, it's like, I mean, uh, and uh, yeah, you're like, you know, I mean, Greg's a bad parent who just fucking straps a kid into a fucking it's seat. But What's I tell you, you
2: strap him into the car seat first, then put the car seat <laughs> in <him>. You gotta <laughs> just be more efficient, man. Yeah, We're not I've done that a lot because, like daycare, I've had a daycare where I had to like take the car seat and just leave the car seat there because someone else is picking them up. Right, you know? and
0: you so couldn't yeah. afford two car seats to get at your yeah, porch, it's right. a lot. It's it. You're poor,
1: Greg. Car shit. seats are expensive. They're like forty they bucks, dog. Yeah, <laughs> Goodwill.
2: Um, they but don't take them at Goodwill, bro. They're like, we can't use this. We don't know if it's like good anymore. They, they have to take all these safety regulations. I know, man. He's got to
1: know some people there. <laughs> They'll get it. For they, you. Yeah, that means you can get it for free actually <laughs> if you show up the right day. Right. Uh,
0: right. Yeah, the like the challenges. So we even like I don't know how much of this you have benefited from, but moving we live close to my family and my wife's mm. family. So we get like my mom comes over like a couple times a month and we get to like go do stuff as adults. Oh, nice. And yeah. my fucking in-laws, okay? Like my she went to my my daughter cuz I'm out of town. My wife took her to my in-laws yesterday instead of daycare cuz daycare opens later. And then my mom's watching her today. Like it makes comedy possible. Yeah. Or if I lived in fucking Nashville, I'd be fucked. You have Chris Reese watching your fucking child. You know what I mean? Uh, And I mean,
1: my daughter loves him. He's at my place all the time. And honestly, he doesn't have a job right now, so this is how he makes Mm. his money. And he's still cheaper than like any teenage girl, so (laughs) I'll take him. In every way. Um, way I mean, yeah, the good thing about this place is the gigs don't pay a lot, but if you, you know, once you're in the scene a little bit, you can do, like, five gigs in one night, easily. Like, it's not yeah. even that hard. Well, I, yeah, and then, I mean,
0: I've always... My my hierarchy of stage time is, like, I would, like... The number one thing is good stage time that pays well. Yeah. The second thing is uh, good stage time that doesn't pay well. Third is bad stage time that does pay well. Yeah. And then bad stage time that doesn't pay well is very much no, the that, i mean that's good but i'll argument. still i'll still do that if it's easy to get stage time yeah but uh, that's like b- below that threshold i'm out at this point Well, and it's like <laughs> austin, or i come to austin and do i mean literally
1: austin is you're not there are these guys um i won't say their names just because i don't want their fucking dms to get flooded but they put on shows here and it's fucking insane how much they pay like mm. they're just like they're not even doing it for the money. They're just big comedy fans. Great fucking guys. that have a lot of money, and oh, they I should have
0: hit those people up. I think I might know. Did they, they have a like kind of live stream network? No. Okay. I know no. what you're talking about, though. <laughs> not they. Those guys. Uh, they I, were, those guys are cool too. I mean, I, I did I, one of their shows, and they were like, "Well, we
1: can dear. say they uh, that's big laughs. We can totally plug them." Oh, okay. Well, like, especially because they're not paying well. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I, the only stuff I've ever done with them uh, is the roast battle. I I produced the roast battle through them. And then uh, this last one that Brian Moses. So Brian Moses comes down and does a roast battle at the Vulcan once a month. I help him book that. And then I'm usually on it in some format like roasting or judging or something. And uh, this last one actually fucking just fell apart the day of. The person I'm supposed to roast who they are flying down from New York. Flight gets delayed. She's out. She can't do it. So I'm like, fuck. Then I lose another roast battler uh and john carden who i think you know right yeah i know john carden and uh so he was just sick he couldn't do it so i'm like all right this fucking sucks but i can move me into his spot me and that guy will just roast each other his opponent that works found some guys that would take the roast battle last minute everything's cool two hours before the show brian moses hits me up he's like i'm not coming my flight's also delayed you Damn. have to host the show and i'm Damn. like fuck so like i'm shifting into like from like writing all these last minute jokes to now getting ready to host.
0: And trying to find someone to write those last minute jokes. Yeah, and then finding a comic
1: who'd easier to
2: find a comic just to host the shit.
1: Yeah, but like Brian is just picky. Like oh, he knows yeah. that I roast like or I host roast battles before. It's it's a you know, it's a unique show to host if you've never hosted something like that before. And with them specifically, they have like a guy named Saudi Prince that they put in the audience. He's a comedian that dresses up like a Saudi Prince, and he's just super racist and hilarious. <laughs> and like as the host, you have to play off of him. You have to play off the DJ. You got to play off the judges. Is he a tall right. skinny guy. I don't think he's tall. Oh. I think he's shorter than me. He's an LA guy. God, I wish I knew his real name. He's fucking amazing. But also, just one more quick plug on the roast battle. uh... candace Medina took a roast battle. I mean, I want to say like on an hour's notice. And crust. She's oh, awesome. She's an Austin awesome comic. just wanted to give her a shout out for Candace. eight people. Candace. Oh, my
0: phone, my fucking camera's off anyway. Is it really? So this is gonna oh, be you're audiology. not even doing a video? Well, I don't know what happened. It's. I just see that it's off. I was doing video, and apparently the battery's dead. Oh, no worries. Let's see what we can catch at the back end of this, because
1: no one watches it. True. Okay, Every you guys I need mean, not...
0: vamp. Vamp.
1: Hey, Greg, fucking white people. Am I right? Dude, you don't even know, man. Oh, i stuck must, with this guy. Must be miserable.
2: He's, he's just always bitching. I can see that.
1: Which is your bed? The uh, maid bed the, the, or the uh, the maid bed. And,
2: oh damn. Nice wow, out.
1: your bed looks so nice. <laughs> <The> <laughs> case. I feel I feel like Casey just slept on it sideways. He's
0: uh, <laughs> flirting with you right now. He's he's got uh hospital corners over there. But uh <laughs> Adam's like yeah your bed looks so nice Greg your bed yeah. looks so nice you want to fuck it up with
1: me yeah. dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would you like it? to
0: unmake that bed
2: are you jealous that it's not like the taco guy hitting on you now like, oh man I
0: had a dude uh <laughs> you at hit a, on last night at, at, uh, no at um oh. what's it called taco deli taco deli I think oh I've never had that was it, it good it was good we went yeah. for breakfast okay the oh, guy was hitting on me and then a racist towards Greg which was great <laughs> Like, he, we're not quite sure how he was being racist, like, which direction. Yeah, is he a woke racist was or racist? But he was definitely racist. racist in one of those ways.
1: Yeah, there's both kinds in Texas. That's a fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's legitimate ones, and then there's, like, accidental woke racist Yeah, that are also fun.
0: Um, Mostly those, though. I wonder how much of that we even fucking got. We got seven seconds of video. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Just uh, loop it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it's just the same voice, but <laughs> <laughs> um that by the way this is a stash ipa from
1: i don't know if it's local but i don't think i had it before we independence it says texas
0: born so it's at least texas
2: man i gotta say you like it it still tastes like hating hops bro yeah i don't like it yeah
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna uh oh yeah it is it's an austin local i'm gonna try to get greg uh maybe we'll do it in idaho because they'll have some good beers out there and we can try some uh i'll tell you this is the key is you got to know the positive flavors that you like in the beers cuz IPAs have a wide range of flavors.
2: I like blondes, I like Hefeweizens.
0: Then I
1: feel like you would like hazies. You would like, probably like hazy him, IPAs. But have you ever had a hazy IPA? So this is like you know? the
0: first time he's ever drank a beer in front of me maybe.
1: Oh. Yeah. You have had yeah, whiskey?
2: Drink. Yeah, I usually drink hard liquor for diabetic yeah. reasons. Brown
1: liquor. I feel like I just drink so much that cheap. I can't do liquor. Because <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. get black out so yeah, fast. Yeah, I used
0: to have that uh I used to have that thing where I was like I can at least moderate on fucking beer Mm. but now like i'm pretty uh responsible
1: so i don't i I drink a lot more liquor than i used to to be honest with you i wish i was i'm still i'm worse off probably (laughs) well that's another thing by the way another by the way this is a drinking ass you talk about me finding
0: your fucking inbox just for this remember i used to give you like boxes oh that is true
1: you gave us like 40 beers or something and then you were like do you want more Yeah, I think I I gave you
0: it twice because you lived very close to me. Yeah,
1: when you because you moved in there, right? That was a new place.
0: Yeah, we bought our house and you happened to live like, let's not say the place.
1: I'd say like a block up from you. Yeah. And so
0: we uh, I think twice I gave it to you. And the third time you were like, dude, we like are drinking too much. (laughs) So we have stopped drinking. Please like basically like please stop offering us this beer.
1: (laughs) The second time I think we just like had a UFC party. Oh, oh yeah. Let's just fucking get rid of all of this. So, so
0: you know, what's funny is uh, there's – did you ever know Zach Summerfield while you were up there? Uh,
1: yeah, so he was uh, new when I left, like new Got to you. the scene. I think yeah. he came from somewhere else, right? He's,
2: he's very good, and he's he is new. Really,
1: yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, he, he seemed experienced. Like take see. him out
2: to feature for me in Spokane and uh, Draft Zone. Oh no shit! Yeah. I want to know how awesome. that goes so I can replace
0: you for fucking feature gigs, man. If he's a good feature, <laughs> if I can get a, if I can get another white guy in there, woo! um be
2: good. Yeah, just got to move up anyway. Though no.
1: I, I don't, <laughs> don't like feature for
2: case anymore. I was like, man, fuck this guy. He bombs just as hard as I do. <laughs> <laughs> so feature
0: for him. We're doing a show, and well, he's feature for you for me a couple times. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not so like big. a like a when I headline and I get to pick a feature. There's like three people that I pick, and Greg's one of them. So, oh, okay. Um. Anyway, the fucking uh, I so the when you left, I had to find a new source because my wife and I buy a lot of craft beer, mm. and then we will like not like it, or we buy too much, and we just have too much of this one, and so we ha- we accumulate beer. And then I'm like, we're never going to drink these. So I just fucking give them to somebody It used to be you. And then (laughs) we pushed you to the edge of alcoholism. And then I found another, another buddy of mine. I was like here, dude. And I gave him like probably 120 beers. And then he fucking like over two, two drops, dumps is probably better. (laughs) And he goes, uh, the next time he's like, dude, I can't. I can't take that much fucking alcohol. <laughs> yeah, and like so Zach Summerfield six. is the new. He's like, oh, I'm nice. he's like this guy quit because you guys had yeah. quit when you left Texas. Yeah. Or when you left Washington.
1: Yeah. Right. I, I took a break mm. from everything. Actually, I yeah. came down here completely sober and that's, so, I have
0: a third. Zach Summerfield is my new person. I'm pushing to the brink of fucking rock bottom. Well, Hell yeah. He's young, right? 28 or something like oh, that. Okay. He's
2: older That's than he looks. He just looks young. That's my yeah.
1: age. Yeah. He's my age. That should hurt. I mean, I'm, I'm 29. 29. Um, you, you, look like yeah. I'm you look like gray You look pretty. like shit. I've man. had gray hair since I was like 22. Damn. Dude. Yeah. I remember you had yeah. gray hair
2: when you were brand he new. He looks like mm. a 40-year-old man for sure. Like, yeah. You're about to celebrate Fuck yeah, 40. dude. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I probably won't live that long either. No, you I
1: think I'm like, my age is just showing when I'm going to die. Yeah, you're like rings on a tree. It's like, yeah, you got about 11 years left, This This is how you're going to look.
0: Um, yeah, so, but you're back to drinking full speed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't like to perform drunk, but I like to have, like, a good buzz. Like, one or two IPAs feels really good. When I judge the roast battle, like, you'll see tonight, I will literally, like, just get three beers and, like, walk up before the show starts and put them in front of my chair where I'm going to be sitting. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: then just fucking pound those. My move is uh, when I, so when I'm featuring somewhere and I try, I try to, like, Normally I would try to not drink until I'm off stage for the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I, one, you brought beer. Uh, yeah, but two, do. like this is a slightly different show. Like I'm not gonna do these jokes again. So it's yeah,
1: not like... uh, and I mean I can't speak for tonight because it's nine, but that the last crowd we had, we usually do it at 11 p.m. on Fridays, was probably the rowdiest crowd I've ever performed for. Sure, but in a good way. Like oh, when I like rowdy crowds. I'm the only one that does stand-up on the show. So we used to do, like, sets before, like, stall sets. And we just abandoned that because I just noticed that everybody who comes just wants roast battles. They have gotcha. no interest in stand-up. But I'll still do, like, five minutes just to open it up just mm-hmm. so it's not weird when we, like, introduce yeah, the judges yeah. and shit. Right. But each joke, they were just, like, screaming. <laughs> like And then, like, people were getting booed during the show. Like, nice. they were, like, a real chanty crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like... One of the shows they just started chanting Suck His Dick to some guy. (laughs) I mean, suck his dick, dude. Everyone's chanting it. Don't be gay about it.
0: Um I can't remember what I was going down. My point is. I think you're just talking about
1: you'll drink for this show. I am gonna drink for this show.
0: Well, and it's like uh, I first also I'm not doing stand up and I think it's Mm -hmm. like it'll be fun. And also you brought beer. You're the boss, dude. If I fucking fuck up, it's your fault. dude. (laughs) You gave me the alcohol.
1: I mean, honestly, we've had people crash and burn on this show and it's so much fun. There was one guy (laughs) who asked to be on the show and I let him do it. And he's a newer comic. And the thing with Roast Battles, we do so many. So like I'll let people I'm unsure of do it because it's like even if it's bad, it's usually fun. Yeah. And this guy, two jokes in. Had nothing else. And he was like, "Your hair, you're gay," <laughs> yeah, sure. and that crushed. <laughs> and that fucking crushed so hard. funny. But like, you know, if he was a little bit more experienced, he probably just could have played off of that for the last two jokes. But like, when it came back to him, he's just like, "Is there like a mercy rule?" I don't. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Damn. But then you have like three or four judges who, I think what I've done is the requirement is at least four years of comedy. Gotcha. Except our, our current roast battle champion, Heather Keith is actually like, I think just three years in, mm. but she, uh, she's amazing. She's hilarious. She's like 10 and now, And, uh, so yeah, it's always pretty experienced judges that can kind of rebound if it gets weird. And that's like the best part of the show, in my opinion, is the banter.
0: Yeah. Judging roast battles are fun. It's like the, um, hosting an open mic where you oh, get to yeah. just shit on people. Like, And it's also – it serves a benefit, right, because you get to, like, bring the room back. Same with, like, a roast battle where you get to, like, shit on the person The bombs. open
1: mics here are so different. Oh, yeah? So I started running an open mic at the Creek in the Cave, which I don't think you guys can do because I think you're leaving Sunday morning, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's Sundays at 8, and uh, I do email sign-up. I basically just copied Tacoma Comedy Club because it's a winning formula. And, uh, you know, it's great. We get as many as, like, 80 audience members sometimes. That's awesome. Uh, But – Every other open mic is like they want to give everyone a chance, which is super nice. Like I understand that a lot of people running these mics are people that like were getting bumped from other shows. They're doing it for their own state. So now they're like, I'm just going to let everyone on because that's what I wanted at an open mic. So it's literally like a list of like 90 people. God. <laughs> They're so like all doing Maslati three minutes. Doing yeah. uh, and, uh, underground when he was running that shoot. Right there's now. no so yeah, yeah, like the underground. There's no host. It's literally yeah. someone goes off stage. Someone go, comes over the god mic. It's like give it up for so and so.
0: I want more shows where the fucking where I introduce the next comedian mm-hmm. and shotgun. they introduce yeah shotgun. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: like tag team. That's yeah. that's a everyone's very everyone's got a
0: different name for it. And I've always heard shotgun until like Todd Royce calls it round robin. Which okay. I don't. That doesn't even make sense like, to what me. What the Weird. fuck did you get that from, dude? He's I new. Know.
2: I don't listen to that guy. Is that like a? Uh, I hope he hears that term. Is yeah, like draft term? it's like a. Yeah, yeah, it's like I a, a f- tournament term. Okay. Mm. Um,
1: yeah, that's uh, very L.A. All the shows, like, the red band shows I've done, all of those, I like that. Too. Like, well, I guess they have hosts. Well, there, yeah, up, I'm sure it's uh, New York, but sure. I think just, like, like kind of bigger. I
2: hate that, though, because then, like, you got to do your set, and then after you're done, you got to remember who the fuck was next. Oh, dude. It's like, who the fuck was it, dude? One like, the... it was this person, but I, I like God Mike shit. Like, hey, give it up for Blah. I, I just think that. sustainably,
0: like, it's hard to be that host that has to be on the God Mike. I, well, I hate it, the
1: God Mike. I feel like if you're going to host, just go back up there. Right. Because, like, I, what's exactly. even the point? I'm just saying, like yeah. the
2: way like these guys are running, you can't have 90 people up there. Absolutely. Up every time well, and them. that's why, yeah, like we yeah. cap it yeah, Art open.
1: But I'm like, wouldn't you rather have like a one in like six chance every like six weeks of doing a good open mic rather than just grind these shitty open mics for nobody? Because yeah, okay. the people I see start here, like people who move to Austin to start comedy. First off, fucking really stupid idea. Don't do that. And so the
0: comedians you were talking to earlier is, are experienced, established comedians, yeah. not somewhere else like what like, you mean. You were saying a, Austin's a great
1: place. Yeah, to live. yeah, but the thing, yeah, the open mic scene is kind of bad because right. it's just it's a lot of people who moved here just for that, and then it's just people who like I guess have been here for a while but they weren't getting anything. Yeah, so they're still kind of just stuck in that open mic, and they just they literally all perform for each other, but they all like. A lot of them don't like each other <laughs> so it's not yeah, like course. a good and most of them don't even pay attention like and it's just insane like you'll go to an open mic there's like 90 comics there zero audience members and i'm like you guys are still doing this yeah like you're still just gonna do it <laughs> like, we wow, were talking about, about do there's it.
0: like a couple comics one in spokane that we were talking about and one in seattle the seattle area they're mm-hmm. like they've been doing comedy for like 30 years but yeah. just like have never been booked for anything of like value yeah I mean, and it's like I, I actually look at those two guys we were talking about and go like, you have to love comedy more than I do, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah, would I have quit. Well, you decades can't. Decades ago. And
1: the, I'm guessing these are people who have been there there the whole time. Yeah, right? of course. Because that's you can't stay. Like I've definitely learned that coming to Austin. Like, if well, you, you want, if you want a life outside of well, I mean, if you just want to be like a road comic, you can totally oh, be sure. wherever you want. But like, I just think if you really want to make a go at like. Being the guy that people are going to go see, like the guy that like people start following and like they see his name all the time. You really do got to go to a place where you're not really fighting for like opening spots or like club feature spots. You're fighting to like build your own name and like gain a fan base because I wasn't getting handed a lot of stuff when I got here. So I just started creating my own opportunities. Right. Granted, that Marty guy is the reason why the filthy show exists. He did help me. But Rebecca Trent is the reason why it's not called toxic comedy. (laughs) <laughs> so she's yeah. probably a bigger part of it just I for think, that alone
0: i actually think the fact that houston is that is like the or not houston austin wherever the fuck we are mm-hmm. it's uh comedy's been like uh democratized by the pandemic yeah so like a lot of people live here nashville has like i mean there's like some very good comics that live in nashville now obviously I, yeah, Godzi, but, like theo vaughn lives there yeah steve byrne lives there uh there's like very good comics in like a bunch of cities, and I think there is like an opportunity to be here. Even I mean, I actually don't think anyone great has moved to Seattle. No, at least yeah. not great in the way that I think it would it's be great. a bad
1: idea. I'm no offense, but I just think it's still not like back, right? Would you say it's completely back?
0: Tacoma's fully back? Yeah, like the clubs, sure. the yeah. clubs are back. Yeah. The the but Seattle
1: lost their biggest club, right? Underground, underground. Yeah, yeah,
0: they uh um. Yes, they did. They. I don't know that that was like the
1: place to fucking. I mean, it seemed like if you were gonna get like any kind of like industry stuff, like that was kind of the road. Is that wrong? Because I feel like people who did like the heart, Kevin Hart. Heart of the city or whatever he did. I feel like, no, I like no, I think Nate Jackson. Was that not through? Right? That was Nate yeah. Jackson? Nate Jackson did oh, okay. all the uh
0: He did a showcase in Tacoma. Actually. Yeah, he did the showcase oh, for that. That's awesome. But the, I remember but,
2: I was a spokane comic and I hit him up for that. And I was like, Can I do that? He's like, No, we're only doing Tacoma. So, Seattle Tacoma comics. Uh, so right. yeah. He uh I don't
1: know him, but I've heard nothing but good things about Yeah, him. he's a good dude. I heard his club is pretty cool too.
0: Um oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Uh yeah, but I think I think that like it's relatively back. <laughs> oh i hope i don't have covid i went um,
1: back uh i want to say like a right? year ago <laughs> yeah i went to richland but then i also did a feature for josh at tcc for one show oh gotcha and then we did a show at laughs and it was just i mean it was awesome to be back but i was just like if i stay here for another week i might kill myself yeah well i think, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I I it think it's just hard it.
0: it is back but it's also back with all of the problems that it had yeah. I think there's actually I think there's a little bit less like vocal drama, but I think everyone is like in their own camp. Well, now. that
1: yeah. blew my mind the most coming here. And I can't speak for it before COVID cuz I think it did have some of that, but I mean there's literally no drama like that here. You never right. hear like so and so said this. And like right. we had the black or so and so did this, the so and so. It's like nobody cares. Everyone's right. too busy just doing their own shit and trying to like yeah. work on their own lane. It's like someone posted like that and like our comedy groups are literally just like open mic listings. Like you can't even like no one advertises like bookings or anything's on there right. just because, you know, if you, you book know, shows here, you know, book. everyone or I've like never had a
0: where I was like, I need people to send me tapes. It's like I know who I would book. Yeah, Why I did would I do ask? that
1: just because I was trying to get Seattle guys that I didn't know. Also, right. So I was mostly doing stuff in Tacoma back then. Yeah, I don't do that here really at all
0: yeah so I think, I think that that's like uh, that stuff's back. the clubs are back. TCC's back to full I mean for not sure. only full capacity but yeah. like that's awesome. maybe more better than before like t- ticket sales. That's great. they're like and also there's like right now the problem that comics at my level and Greg's level have is that every event is a special event, so everybody's bringing their own opener. Yeah, that sure. is yeah it's like a feature hell right now dude Well, You're that's a feature. yeah, that's yeah. why
1: this has worked out because I also noticed that too because I work Bricktown which right. is just like 6 hours from here. It's not too bad. Yeah. And
0: uh that's when I should fucking come back is what I'm doing in Bricktown. Yeah,
1: definitely you should cuz you should do it a week where I'm doing the Roast Amania up there too cuz I do that. I don't know if oh, you okay. do that. I run the Roast Amania up there. Yeah,
0: what hopefully if they book me out there in the summer I can plan But I, I could around. give
1: you the stall set on that. And that pays pretty good. I oh, get cool. to do 15 minutes at the end of the show.
0: Yeah, I've done that. I've done it up at um at Tacoma. Yeah, it's the, I love
1: I love it. I mean I, I'm not a huge fan of the one night tournament. Yeah. It's cool, but like for every show I think it's kinda like fuck, you gotta do two roasts if you wanna win.
0: Yeah. Um anyway though, the fucking uh I think it's like it's back the only people that I the only person I know for sure who moved was like kinda moved back was mm. uh Harikon Debolu. And that's not a person oh, who's no, ever gonna is. have me open for him. <laughs> He's the guy that made that uh Apu thing. Back? He's from Seattle. I know. He's back here, though. He was doing shows up at the Rendezvous, the place that we did that show at. Oh, wow. And it was wow. just, like, new material. I'm going to do an hour and a half, and it's all going to be new material. And it's, like, an hour and a half open mic of Hari Kondabolu. And they'd sell out Jeez. really quick. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of comics doing that. And that's my point is, like, there's people like Maria Bamford did a Tuesday-Wednesday at Tacoma Comedy Club. So, okay. yes, shit's back. But it's yeah. also some of the – it's, like, a little bit of a challenge for people at our level because it's, like, like – when, that, when Maria Bamford can't get a fucking weekend, I don't stand much of a chance. Luckily, dude, I'm having... In June and July, I'm headlining four of the fucking Bark Entertainment Clubs that own... Oh, the, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... Like weekends or just one night? Uh, Two of them are weekends. One of them is I'm featuring the weekend and headlining the Sunday, and then I'm doing a brunch show at that's Tacoma. great, nice, dude. Yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, But I'm a huge exception, and yeah. also... I'm probably going to get bumped from at least one of those fucking gigs. Like, already one... Actually, two of them are already, like, kind of on shaky ground right now, and I'm hoping that one of them sticks at least, you know? Or at least let me feature for them or something like that. Yeah, for sure. um, But, yeah, no, this is awesome. I think it's, like... Also, like, I wish that I could, like, I, I've i thought Vegas would be cool because you could do all the showcase clubs and just hone material. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's, like, kind of what you're saying here.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that is what I like about it. Because, like, yeah, you're not getting a long set in, but you can do three sets in a night and just do different sets on each 10-minute set. Right. Because it's, like, you'll do a like bar show, show here. And it's like, yeah, I'm just doing this bar show. But it's like, oh, it's at the Speakeasy. There's 75 people there. It's set up like a music venue. There's right. a fucking balcony with like more people up there. And then it's like right after that, I'm going over to like the firehouse, which is like a hostel. So you're like, that's going to be shit. You go through like a bookcase door. There's like 150 people in this like small room wrapped around this stage. And it's yeah. like these feel like comedy clubs, but they're right. technically just like little showcase rooms.
0: Yeah. I would take that. Being able to do like ten or fifteen minutes multiple nights a week at one of those, yeah easily over the best open mic ever, but also like I mean oftentimes like even road rooms like I did that place in Montana, yeah that we, we've talked about, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that all the time, yeah that was just to me like a measuring stick of like, oh, I'm way looser on stage than I was three years ago, mm-hmm. or this would have fucking crushed yeah, me this just oh man, it would have eaten me up, dude. And now I'm like, yeah, we're fucking whatever we're talking about in this corner. We're doing that until it's over, and then you know it's like, I, that's what I wish I would have done yesterday. Like I said, is like, yeah. just be loose. And I mean, probably unfortunately, it would have meant going long, and then maybe that lady hates me, tells your your fucking fiance, and I never I get kicked out. Oh, of the Austin. the who is
1: booking the show. The yeah, Bianca. Bianca. Oh, she's so sweet. She wouldn't care.
0: Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, she's Maybe, always. dude, we're these out of towners trying to. <laughs> I'm very self conscious. She's about an out of
1: towner, too. She moved here from somewhere else. Yeah, she's from,
2: like, oh. St. Louis or some shit. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah.
0: All right. God,
2: Greg knows fucking
1: Most everything. of us are. Like, I would say most of the people who I'm cool with are. Uh, Transplants? Like, transplants.
2: Yeah. Yo, what are the natives like? They just fucking don't There's like some that. great ones. Okay. I mean,
1: Hunter Duncan is one. I love that guy. He books a lot of stuff. I got
0: recommended to talk to him, actually. He's by, great.
1: Yeah, he's really funny. He books a lot of great shows. And he does a really good job of, like, it'll be, like, old Austin people, but also new oh, transplants. And, like, I do notice when I do those his shows, though, there are some people that, like, won't even talk to me. <laughs> it's yeah. just, like, I've been here for two years now, guys. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just as much of an Austin comic as, like, most people at this right. point and who gives a fuck
2: and like yeah, really the does. way
1: i see it it's like when all these la guys come here for rogan's club they're gonna see all of us just as austin comics yeah. they don't give a fuck that i came here from seattle it yeah, means nothing to them of course so but yeah that's why i've kind of tried to cement myself just with my shows and stuff so i don't really have to rely on anyone else yeah that was my main goal i hate producing shows it fucking sucks right <laughs> and now I have, a, like a I, man. I have i have a weekly one and i have a bi-week or, yeah, basically bi-weekly. And uh, I hate it. But I like performing on them. Right. That's
0: the <laughs> so I, I, did, I did a show for uh, about three months that never got any traction with the audience. But it was like I got to do 10 minutes every week. Mm-hmm. I was like guaranteed Wednesdays doing 10 minutes every week. And it was like helpful. Like I developed a couple bits out of it. Yeah, and, for uh, sure.
1: The tavern. That's whatever. the best. Tavern. Tavern, yeah. Yeah. I lost
0: money on it. Forever. Oh, that's
1: that's a fun place. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: Uh, they it was. They used to do comedy there, and it was unsuccessful. I think I saw Kirk Fox again. there one
1: time. Say it. I think I saw Kirk Fox. Headline. You saw Kirk Fox there. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: wild. Yeah. Place so he seats he like nine people, man. Really? You might be Damn. thinking of a different place. Maybe Jazz
1: Bones? No, it was. No, it was definitely. Wait, what? What did you just call it? Airport. Airport Tavern. It's at like South Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah, it was Airport Tavern. It's yeah, like little, you go through, the there's back. like a bar, yeah. and then you walk all the way to the back, there's like a stage, and then to the right, there's like a little showroom. Yeah. 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 Thought, was, wow, he was there. Kirk
0: Fox is, uh, <laughs> wow. Kirk uh, Fox
2: is like a nutty enough dude that he might, yeah. I could see him doing it. I bet you got the tables out of there and just like set up chairs. You could actually
0: get like, I think that's what deep deep it was too. It could seat with tables, uh, 40. Yeah. Damn. If you got rid of the tables, would be more, man. Right, but then nobody could drink, and the bar would lose even more money than they <laughs> lost by paying me for every show. But,
1: yeah, I mean, for producing, I would say, like, the Filthy Show, hosting it is almost like my open mic. But it's an open right. mic for, like, 150 people where I get to right. open the show. Yeah. And, it's, and the, the and,
0: tough thing always when you're producing a show and then you have a job also, the tough thing is always, like, you're like, well, I want to write stuff for this show. But I also need to do all the work to produce this show. Yeah. And you're like, well sometimes you have to choose between those two things and then you're like fuck so i'm gonna go up and do like shit all these people have already heard yes that's when you want to kill it when you're like doing mediocre with established material on a show that you only do to be able to do new material that's when you're like what the fuck am i doing
1: i mean i've gone up and like had jokes in mind and then just riffed for eight minutes too like because it's such a rowdy crowd it's an 11 p.m saturday night crowd like you can i I'll go up there and just, like, just ask different people what the craziest, like, sexual thing they've done is. Right. <laughs> and, like, that'll work just for eight minutes. Sure. Because it's like, you know, I want to try and do shit, but then I'm worried. like. But you also don't want to start the show, Shitty. It's your yeah. show. Right. So, but, you know, it's fun. It's been working out.
0: All right. Well, that's how we're going to end it. Good, good. Because I think we're yeah we're at an hour and 20 minutes, and we got to leave pretty soon, right?
1: Adam Sandler movie
0: length. Yeah. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I Chris, shoot for. Chris Rock. Uh, what's that movie called? Down to Earth?
2: Yeah, oh, I like that man. Yeah. It was a good movie, man. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's a remake. It is. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, what? Yeah. An, what an end. What an end. Remake Chris Rock shit.